was bright. Yeah. Jeff, I don't know how you do that every week, man. That was pretty awesome. So, were you expecting to see me? I guess Jeff said something about me preaching, so here I am. Let's talk. We are in week two of the Masquerade series. Uh, last week, we talked about hiding from God uh, using masks. And, and this week, you know, Jeff came out last week with this little mask on, and I, I decided I wasn't going to wear a mask because, honestly, uh, today I am speaking to you on something that I struggle with. So it's appropriate that this is who I am and this is what I struggle with. And I want you to struggle with me and to, to learn about this as I have learned. Uh, so it is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting. But today we are talking about the mask of technology. All right. And, uh, and technology, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, let's just be honest. I mean, there's video games without controllers. You know, there's cars without gas. You know, uh, Al Gore came up with the interweb. I mean, come on. Like, there is, <laughs> there is seriously, like, so much going on with this technology thing. So I, I want, because it's such a massive topic, we're going to try to talk specifically about communication technology, okay? Because it, it's, such, it's such a huge topic, and even, even that topic, communication technology, is, is, is massive. So I'm going to do my best uh, to, to kind of tune us in, all right? So this is what I need us to do. I'm going to give you about 10 seconds to talk amongst the people around you, and, and this is the question. How many Google searches are there every single day? Go. If, if you snuck in in first service, you are cheating, just for the record. If, if, how many of you said one billion Google searches every day? Okay, a couple people in first service. and Okay. Hey, guess what? You won. You won. Yep. Yep. Uh, I have nothing for you, um, but but you do have the admiration of all the people around you, and they are thinking that you are wicked smart, and they are impressed. So, or maybe not. Maybe maybe it's not. But uh, what about what about text messaging? I mean, you know, you you can do the whole Google thing, but it, you can search for ridiculous things on Google. But text messaging, I mean, it, it has made communication easier. I mean, you, you simplify just, you know, like uh, I'll be in a meeting or something where I can't answer my phone. Abby will shoot me a text. And, and be, what time are you coming home so I can have dinner ready, you know? Like, uh, shoot her back, 5 o'clock. Boom, bam, done. Conversation done. 5 o'clock, done. You can just put a 5 on it, done. All right. It is simplified technology. It, it, okay, let me, let me give you a couple things because this 5 number is pretty cool. In, in 5 seconds. There's going to be five iPhones will be purchased. Uh, Fifteen Twitter accounts will be generated. Five hundred people will register for World of Warcraft. If you don't know what that is, five hundred people do it every five seconds, registering to play. It is that big a deal. Five thousand YouTube videos are being watched, and five hundred thousand Facebook posts will be made. And it just happened again. Every five seconds, all that goes on. It's crazy. It is crazy, like, how far we are in technology. And what about, like, uh, social media and, and relationships and the way we interact with social media? Do you know that uh, out of, if you took eight couples that met and were married in the last year, one out of every eight couples would have met 
through social media, whether it be online date chats or uh, Facebook, but they have met through the Internet. One out of eight. It's pretty crazy. And that's not even what I love most about technology. Because uh, think about it. Facebook. It's brilliant, okay? Uh, you can reunite with people that you haven't seen in 5, 10, 20, 30 years. How many, how many of you have reunited with somebody that you knew, like, back in the day? Yeah, we, we've all done it, right? And, 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 and you, you get the invite, and you're like, wow, they're still alive? <laughs> or, or, or some of you are really harsh. I can't believe they look like that now. And, uh, it, it, and it's like, it's crazy because it like reunites everybody. You're there all of a sudden, uh, back to the way it was. And, and, and what is it? Maybe, maybe you're like me. Like, I'll be in a, a good conversation with somebody. Maybe I'll be out to dinner or out to lunch with somebody having a, a good conversation. And then all of a sudden, uh, I have my, uh, my phone on the table. And, uh, and it goes, meh. I'm like, you get that little feeling inside, like you're all excited because you, you, the latest and greatest, the coolest thing ever has just occurred to your phone. Somebody has sent you a text, and you have to see what it is, no matter how deep of a conversation you're in. And you pick up your phone, and you read it. And then you continue the conversation, but the conversation just kind of derails and, and starts to fall apart. And, and, and maybe, maybe you've been on the, the, other, the other side of it where you, you have been engaged in a conversation and, and somebody does that. They, like, they answer their text or something, and, and all of a sudden you're like, I was like, what? We were, we were talking. What, what are you doing? You know, and that makes you feel kind of bad. And maybe, maybe it's flipped around on you and, and you're the person answering the text. And you're like, yeah, just one second, you know, just. Like chill, or or maybe you're like a, a student and you're talking to your parent, and then you get a call or something. And you're like, hello. You you be you know you, your mom or dad is in mid sentence, and and you're like whatever, you know. Hang on, this will, this will be a sec. Let me let me talk to my friend, or you just walk away. Yeah, that's uh, technology has has changed the way we communicate, and, and it's frustrating sometimes. And, and that is the mask that we wear with technology and technology communications. You know, one of my favorite things to do and, and as far as with the, the communication technology is I don't, I don't really appreciate voicemails. Uh, so this is what happens. Somebody will call me and I'm like, eh, let it go to voicemail. Let it go to voicemail. Then what do I do? I pick up the phone. Instead of listening to the voicemail, I shoot them a text. What's up? What, what, what can I do? What can I do for you? You need anything? You know, like shoot it real back. And they're like, you know, they might, it might be my wife or something. I shoot her back like, hey, what's going on? What do you need? And uh, she shoots me back a text. I need to talk to you. That's why I call. You know, like, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing, like, the way that we kind of put that on, on the back burner. And, and my concern with all this is that we consume blindly, that we consume without, without um, thinking about it or anything else. We just, we just hop on and... And, and throw our mask on, um, you know, through this communication technology. And, uh, and we need to look at that. And, and the, the, we want to, today to kind of think about uh, what are the downsides of technology? What are the implications of all this technology? Um, and, and what does the Bible say about it? I know what you're thinking, right? Like, the Bible doesn't say anything about Facebook, Brad. 
like, you, you know, like, you, you think, uh, well, um, text messaging wasn't going on back then. They didn't even have phones, let, let alone cell phones. Okay. And, but the Bible does say something about it. There, there is actually um, th- this author that writes these letters in the Bible, and, and uh, his name is John. He, he, uh, he, he wrote one of, the, one of the Gospels, Gospel of John, and he also wrote these uh, three letters to uh, churches, First uh, John, Second John, Third John. Brilliant, right? Like, I mean, you coming up with a title for that? Like, let's just call this one First John. You know, like by the third one, it's like, yeah, we don't even have to meet anymore about what, what the title of it is. It's just Third John. Welcome. And uh, so he wrote these letters uh, to the church, and he was actually leading uh, the churches through this writing. And, and writing was like cutting-edge technology right then. Like, it, that was, it was a new thing. So he was using it to, to uh, you know, help reach out churches, start churches through writing letters and instructing them and things like that. And, and this is what he said, which I think uh, deserves us to look at and think about a lot of the rest of our time. It's in Second uh, John uh, 1, Second John 1, verse 12. I have, I have much to write you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I will bring hope to visit you and talk with you face to face that our joy may be complete. That our joy may be complete. He does not want to use pen and paper. He doesn't want to use the most advanced technology of his time. Yeah, be with me, people. Yeah, that was the most advanced communication technology of his time. And he says, I don't want to write a letter. You know, he could have written a really long letter and just explained everything in detail. But he says, we need to be face-to-face that our joy can be complete. So there's an observation that I want us to look at from that, is that there is a big difference between uh, leaving someone a voicemail or running into them at, like, Target and and having a face-to-face conversation. Or there's a big difference between uh, shooting somebody a text message or, you know, sitting down to lunch with them and having a, a face-to-face conversation. And John says that their joy will be complete when they are communicating face-to-face. There's some interesting stuff here. So my, my question is, if, if face-to-face is, is completion, that means that things that aren't face-to-face are incomplete. Like Facebook, incomplete. Text messaging, incomplete. Email, incomplete. You know, communicating in any other way than face-to-face is an incomplete conversation. It, it, it does not uh, reach a point of closure. And, and, and you know, it, one of the reasons is because it's missing things. I mean, think about it. Body language, tone, uh, context, emotion, the volume in which you speak. You know, all these things that you can use to your advantage when you're face-to-face in a conversation, you know, adjusting the way that you talk, judging on the way they react to what you're saying. Now, these are all healthy things that we need to do. And, and I don't know, maybe you, you've gotten an email like this, where you get an email and everything is written in capital letters. Has that ever happened to you? It's like they're trying to increase the volume or something, like, so you read it, like, what are you doing tonight? And it's like, whoa, dude, can you chill out on the caps? Like, does it really need caps, man? Like, 
let's let's drop this down to lowercase and let's have a conversation here, okay? You know, uh, you can't do these things when when you're not face to face, when you're communicating through uh, through something that is incomplete. So, and I think I think most of you would agree with me on that. And uh, and what I I don't want you to start thinking is, okay, Brad is going to say that technology is bad and that we shouldn't use it. No, I'm not saying that because honestly, like. I have my phone on, on the stage for a minute because if, if something happens up here, you know, like I'm going to save myself with my phone because it can do everything, you know. I, I, I may get lost like later on in my truck and I need GPS to find my house again. You know, you, you, you got to, <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, but you got you to gotta understand that technology has been created to enhance uh, conversation, to enhance life, not to replace life, but to enhance it. So if, if you uh, don't have face-to-face conversations and always just use technology, you are incomplete. It is meant to enhance. You've got to remember that. So what I want to do is, is break into, like, three things that you can do, like applications, things that you can take home and change your life forever and ever. So that's what I'm here to do, right? All right. So this is the point where you want to take out your pen and start writing down some stuff because you, you just need to. Trust me. All right, first, the first thing that you can do is have one conversation at a time. Okay, some of the, some of the students right now are like, Brad, that's not possible. You know, we've been doing this our whole lives. Like, you know, they're, they're home sending like three text messages to different people, and they got Facebook open, and they're, uh, you know, communicating to like four or five people all at once at the same time. This is all happening. And, and sometimes they even write like the wrong thing to the wrong person, getting confused. Because there's so many conversations going on, they can't keep up, but they try to anyways. So the first thing that you need to do is to have one conversation at a time. Here you go. If you are there, be there. If you are there, be there. If you are in a situation, be present in that situation. Okay? Don't, don't be face-to-face with someone and start uh, text messaging or engage in another conversation, one conversation at a time. Uh, and listen, I, I told you this before, like this is a mask that I wear. So I'm totally preaching to myself. This week as I've been preparing and like writing this sermon and stuff, like I've been thinking like, man, this is something I totally struggle with. So this could be tough. And I told my wife, I was like, listen, Abby, we, we need to practice this before I preach it because this, this may be a little rougher than, than what it possibly could be. And so I was like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to put my cell phone on the charger. It's going to stay in the bedroom. We're going we're gonna to sit on the couch and communicate and talk. And, and all of a sudden, um, we're sitting on the couch talking, and the TV comes on, and we continue the conversation. And apparently I'm staring at the TV um, because – she says to me, will you look at me when we're talking? And I'm like, what, what were we saying? Um, the, the conversations have to be one at a time. We have to limit the distractions because when we are in conversation with someone, we are judging like what they, how they value us based on our level of commitment to them. Okay? So have one conversation at a time. The next thing. Have your toughest conversations in person. Have your toughest conversations in person. 
to single people out there, stop breaking up with people through text messaging. That's just not cool. Like, we all know it's not cool. So why do you do it? Stop. Seriously, control yourself. If, if, if it's something that, like, could be ugly or has emotions, it has to be, it has to be in person. So have your toughest conversations in person. When, when you're in person, you can kind of deal with the awkwardness of the moment. Like when you're talking about something really tough, you can kind of look at them and see the way they react to what you're saying. And you can tell like if you need to reroute and try to change your body language so you don't sound so harsh or, you know, like whatever the case may be, you you can pick up on things that you can't when you're text messaging. Like I I dump you, you know, like whatever. Uh, You can't you can't experience the conversation like that. You have to. You have to do this. You have to have the conversations, the tough conversations, um, you know, in, in person, face-to-face. You know, because what, what, happens, what happens when you, you send an email? Email, let, let me get this straight for you. Email is for information, okay? Not emotion. Email is for information, not emotion. If it's if it's text messaging, text messaging is for facts, not feelings. Okay, if you are feeling an emotion or something, you should not be sending a text. If if you are uh, are worked up about something, if if you're writing an email and you can hear the tone of your email changing and maybe you hit the caps button, you're like, I'm gonna get them. You know, you need to stop what you're doing. You need to stop what you're doing. Make a phone call. Okay, and set up an appointment, like set up a lunch appointment, whatever you need to do. You need to meet face to face because you can feel emotions are going into this email. And and emails is for information, not emotions. Text messages for facts, not. Not feelings. Yeah, I forgot what I said. It's all good, though. So so if you do these things, it it is going to start to improve. Uh, the way that you handle things. Have your toughest conversations in person. All right, and the, and the last thing is, is probably the most important. Have a place for face-to-face. Have a place for face-to-face. So if, uh, if you're a, a, in a family, you've got to have a time for face-to-face. If you're, if you're a parent, you need to have time where you have scheduled face-to-face time with your children. If you are uh, married or, you know, you need to have face-to-face time with your spouse. You need to set a date night and, and actually hold to it and have conversations face-to-face. Check this out. Anybody home? Power went out. Want a hot dog? New Oscar Mayer Select. Made with 100% pure beef and no artificial preservatives, they're a great way to reconnect with your family. Dad, how come the Nelson's lights are on? Not only do I support the product, I also believe in what that commercial says. That families, 
you, you need to make, maybe you need to make your, your dinner time, the, the time that you surround yourself around the table, a technology-free zone. No phones allowed, no, no uh, iPods, no nothing, all right? You, you have to make it a technology. So parents, that's your responsibility, okay? And, uh, and some of you are like, well, we don't really, we're so busy, like we don't have time. There's your first problem, okay? You need to make, have a place for face-to-face. And, and I think as a family, you need to do that. When you have dinner sitting down at a table, eliminate any temptations from being uh, distracted through your conversation and, and have that face-to-face time as a family, you know, so you're not worrying about, um, you know, what, what text message is coming next or if somebody's sending you a message from Facebook, you can wait. Have a place for face-to-face. You know, do this with your, your friends. You know, if, if you get together with your group of friends, have a technology-free party. Okay, that might be a little weird. Um, if if you are inviting a bunch of friends over, okay, keep it yourself, but strategically make it so that you aren't going to have technology going in the home. You know, like don't put on the game when you invite everyone over to watch the game, or uh, don't put loud music on. But set up an environment that you can have face-to-face conversations. So you can start to communicate face-to-face, all right, without distractions. All right, if uh, may- maybe you need to do this, um, you know, as, as uh, a married couple. Because think about this. Anytime that we, Abby and I sit down on the couch, a lot of times we both have our droid phones. And uh, we might have the TV on and both have our phones in our hands. And we're, we're trying to have a conversation about the day and things that matter. And we kind of get distracted by uh, text messaging, and then, like, I'll get an email and have to read it, you know, and, and then the, the game's on the TV. So all of a sudden, our conversation has been like, can we talk about that later? How many times have we said that, you know, when we're in, in a moment where we really need to have a face-to-face conversation, where we've said, you know, uh, just hang on, we, we can have this conversation later. Like, I, I don't want you right now. You know, if, if, you're, uh, if you're a parent, uh, I, I want to tell you this, because this is, this is something that, uh, that I hold near and dear to me and, and, and something that I'm really working on because I have young children now, is that you need to find a time to meet with your children. All right? Uh, for, for me, I've started date nights with my kids where I, I sit down and I take them out to eat. So maybe if you're a student in here or a child, uh, tonight go home and, and tell your dad, listen, Dad, I want to go on a date night, and it'll be awesome. We're going to go to Chick-fil-A, and you're going to buy, and uh, we're going to go, and we'll just, we'll just talk. We won't bring our phones. We'll just talk. We'll go and talk. In our relationships that matter, we need to make this a priority. Because what happens if you don't? What happens if you don't make it a priority? In the times where something tough happens, it is not going to be easy to communicate. It's going to be awkward. If if you don't plan to have this face-to-face time, you know, eventually something tough is going to come along. And you don't want to have your first conversation being a tough one when you haven't been communicating well 
with, your, with people that you're in relationship with. You know, whether it be a son or daughter or, uh, a, you know, a husband or wife, you don't want that conversation to be a tough one because that can destroy everything. You know, I can't, I can't stress this enough, parents. Uh, being a student pastor, uh, you know, there's been some, some, some teens that have come to me and, and, and asked me, seriously, like, how do I communicate this to my parents? You know, they, they don't want to listen. They don't want to hear what I have to say. And, and, and so many times, parents have come to me and, and said, how do I communicate this to my teenager? Like, you know, how, how do we talk? How do I bring up this topic? Well, you guys, we have to start. We have to start communicating face-to-face. All right? We've got to put down the distractions. When you're there, be there. You don't want to have your toughest conversations through an email or because it's comfortable, you can write, write it down or text message. You don't want to have those tough conversations then. This, this mask that we put on through technology communication, if we, don't, if we don't do something about it now, it's going to destroy our families. It's going to destroy our marriages. It's going to destroy our relationships with friends. Because I know we all have friends that we haven't even talked to face-to-face that we have just on Facebook. Some of the students are like, yeah, we go to school with these people. And I've never talked to them in person, but we talk on Facebook. It's now's the time to start. Okay? Uh, Those are three things that you can apply to your life that will change your life. Not that, not that technology is bad, but communication face-to-face is complete. Would you all pray with me? God, thank you so much for the opportunity uh, and, and the ability, God, to, to learn from your word. God, I thank you so much for John's wisdom when he wrote these words, that joy will be complete when we are face-to-face. God, I pray right now, that you, would, uh, that you would challenge us as a church, as families, as parents, as a fathers, as mothers, as sons or daughters. God, I pray that you would teach us to have these face-to-face conversations, God. Give us the strength, God, so that when things get tough, it's comfortable to have those conversations, God. In Jesus' name, amen.